actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. When our daughter Emma was born, we took a look at our credit card debt. It was not a good situation. We had been running up balances for quite some time, and it became a crisis. Finally, my wife Vicki said, call Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-793-8752 to talk to a certified counselor. We called them, they contacted all of our creditors, they stopped the collections calls, they got the interest reduced, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your bills, stop collections calls, wipe out late fees, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. We are now completely debt-free, and we will never be in the spot we were again, thanks to Trinity. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-793-8752. My name is John. I'm Vicki. And I'm Emma. And, and we're, we're debt-free debt for keeps. keeps. That's 1-800-793-8752. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Okay, here I am. I'm having. I'm not hearing anything in the headphones, but I shall proceed. You're listening to Chuck Moore Speaks Monday through Friday, 10 till noon Eastern Standard Time, right here at the Information Radio Network. You're welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391, so I can get things up and running here. I'm going to call the program in myself. And um, we have um, Blake Hanschel coming up. <clears throat> he is um, a, um, a deputy director of Politico magazine. We will be discussing their top 50 list of influential politicians in America. In particular, in particular, uh, number... General Grant, uh, who was moving south, uh, uh, w- was deeply uh, worried uh, about smuggling. Uh, he, yes. uh, uh, of course, uh, felt that, and rightly, that smuggling was harming the Union cause. But where he made a mistake was... Uh, in his belief that uh, all of the smugglers were Jews. Indeed, uh, to his mind, those words were synonymous. And um, uh, in on December the 17th, 1862, he issued really the most anti-Semitic order in all of American history, 
in which uh, he uh, expelled uh, Jews from the entire area under his command, uh, which was at that time the uh, the Army of the Tennessee, and uh, gave them 24 hours to uh, leave. Uh, and uh, there were quite a number of, of, of Jews in uh, that area. Memphis had one of the largest Jewish communities in the South. Uh, he thought that by expelling the Jews, he would put uh, the problem of smuggling uh, um, I think we have uh, Elizabeth Warren, uh, number 12, and we named her because she's really become the new liberal lion in, in a lot of ways. Uh, that's a deliberate reference to Teddy Kennedy, um, but she is really an icon of the left and is standing up for um, American consumers and people in debt and economic trouble. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of chatter about whether she might make a presidential run. She's always denied it. But there's no question that there are a lot of people on the left that are hoping she does. Blake, I mean, I'm here in Massachusetts, so we know Elizabeth Warren a little bit better than the rest of the country. Um, mm-hmm. Do uh, So before before I get into the, uh, the weeds a little bit about her, um, is there anything that she has done as U.S. Senator other than blabbing about um, – you know, the millionaires and billionaires, of course, of which she's one of them, um, in the U.S. Senate that would warrant any sort of interest from anybody? <laughs> well, look, I'm not a partisan guy. I've got no particular uh, brief for Elizabeth Warren or any other politician. But, you know, there's no question that she's been a, been a, a powerful voice uh, on the left. You know, she's been uh, really, really... Uh, had strong rhetoric about bankers and um, the one percent, you know, and she's she's played an interesting role in a lot of these Senate races that are happening. You know, Barack Obama not very popular. I'm sure it's no surprise to your listeners, but Elizabeth Warren, um, she's been kind of a fundraising fundraising dynamo. She's gone out to races um, in in different parts of the country and surprisingly seems to be be attracting some kind of like grassroots blue collar support. So, you know, like her or hate her, there's no question that she's a, as a, a political force in American politics. Well, well, the reason I ask you that, not from a partisan standpoint, but simply as a matter of public policy, is is whether or not she as a U.S. senator has actually done anything. Has she submitted any legislation? Has she actually done, spent any time working in Washington? Yes. I mean, as soon as she was elected, within a few days, she immediately set up a PAC and began fundraising for very liberal Democrats around the country, which, of course, put her at variance with um, Republicans. So she already proved to be quite partisan herself. I'm not sure that she's done much. She's talked about the millionaires and billionaires, putting aside the fact that she earned $11 million last year, according to her tax returns, and the fact that she shook Harvard down for 175 grand a year to teach one class after lying about her ethnic background and getting tenure. Her husband also gets 175 grand a year to teach one class. Harvard threw in a free house and a lot of benefits on top of it. So, you know, there must have been a reason why she Harvard did this. I mean, I think that um, she has she's like a political insider. And yet, you know, this corrupt corporate hack runs around and talks about um, millionaires and billionaires and bankers. She set up this consumer protection agency, which is entirely funded by the by the Federal Reserve, 
and not by Congress, which is unprecedented. And what's the Federal Reserve? It's Wall Street. It's billionaires and billionaire bankers. I mean, it's the, the woman is a fraud. And I just think that she could get away with it in Massachusetts by being elected senator. And, and people in this state actually like that. But I can't understand how, on a national level, liberals and Democrats and people on the left w- w- would actually think that this is someone who has any genuine credibility from their perspective. Why do you think they do? Well, you know, I think people see uh, people on the left see her as fighting up, fighting for her their causes. Um, you know, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau that you mentioned was created to go after. Um, you know, fraudulent behavior by things like banks, and you know, it, it, it there's this really intense partisan fight on Capitol Hill over its funding and over even uh, who was going to head it. Um, you know, there was a, a moment when it seemed like Warren herself was going to be tapped to head it, but that seemed like uh, too much for the system to bear. Um, you know, she's been uh, fighting for a student loan bailout. Uh, instead of banks, that's kind of one of her her stump speech talking points. Um, you know, she's 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 uh, in the tradition of the populist left that goes back, you know, uh, dozens and dozens of years in this country, and uh, she has set herself up as standing up for Main Street, and you know, there are a lot of people cheering her on. Uh, but I think oh, it's, uh, it's clearly, kind of unfair but... to. I think it's kind of unfair to to, to expect one senator of a hundred in an intensely partisan environment where nothing's getting passed in Congress to blame her for for not um, you know getting bills passed if that's what you're getting at, or even or even submitting them at all. But uh, and clearly, she is claiming to stand up for um, against corporate America. I just uh, I think that the the problem I have with it is that um, she's phony. I mean, she is. A corporate hack herself. I mean, as as a as a lawyer working while she was at Harvard, uh, an unlicensed lawyer in Massachusetts, she was hired by Dow Chemical Company at at six figures to basically stop women who had breast implants from getting justice uh, because they had toxic shock syndrome. I mean, this is someone who's supposed to, by the way, be championing women, and she uh, also got another six figure check from Travelers Insurance for stopping people who were employees of a company who had been exposed to asbestos, who had asbestos illnesses and cancers. The corporation brought her in at two hundred and fifty grand to set up a fund so that they couldn't be sued by these employees. And they ended up getting peanuts. Most of them are dead now. You know, she was hired by a corporation to stop a union. And even Ted Kennedy criticized her at the time. So this is someone who claims to be, you know, populist and standing up against corporations when she has made money hand over fist, paid by these multinational corporations, basically to screw working people. I just think that it's amazing to me that, um, you know, I understand the left wants to have someone who's going to go after the corporations. I probably would agree with part of that. But Elizabeth Warren is hardly the person. And I just wonder how it is that no one has actually looked into her background Massachusetts knows about it. Of course, the people here don't give a damn. I mean, they're, they're a bunch of brain-dead idiots. But nationally, I, I can't understand how it is. I mean, Barack Obama didn't choose her to head the Consumer Protection Agency because he knew this stuff would all come out in Congress at, at hearings. You know, So he had at least enough sense to pass her over. 
and she wanted that gig. She got paid $600 an hour to set it up. Uh, You know, it's just the the woman, I mean, she started her career in Oklahoma City flipping mortgages. Uh, You know, this is someone who's supposed to be going after banks and, and driving, in one case, a woman out of her house whose husband was in Iraq because she was two days late on her mortgage. You know, and then turning them over and making money for herself and her brothers. I mean, the woman is a corrupt corporate hack. And the fact that she would be held up as some sort of a champion of people, I just, I, it's like we're, it's like an alternative universe. Well, look, I'm not here to defend Elizabeth Warren, and you clearly know a lot more about her record than I do. Um, but I can't say that as someone who you know lives and works in Washington that I'm surprised that uh, any any political figure in Washington would be saying one thing and doing another. Uh, that's you know in some ways that's uh, well, part of the just, requirement for the I mean, job. Since, here. since somebody who's since somebody who is you're in Washington and you're in the Washington media environment that seems to know absolutely nothing about Elizabeth Warren, do you think that someone over there might have enough integrity to do a little research? and maybe do some honest reporting about this person. You know, I mean, this is someone who claimed to be a minority to get tenure status both at Harvard and the University of Pennsylvania. How do people who believe in affirmative action feel about that? You know, I mean, she defrauded the system twice to get ahead. I mean, talk about someone who is just out to grab whatever she can get. I mean, and yet because she mouths a couple of left-wing platitudes, People are all falling over themselves. I mean, I just look, I'm saying mainly for for the sake of people on the left that, you know, do you really want to have someone that's this contradictory and this corrupt as, as a spokesman for the left? I mean, there are plenty of good left wingers out there who actually might live it, I suppose. Probably not too many, but it might be some. Well, again, I don't speak for the left, um, but, you know. Massachusetts voters are going to have a chance to uh, weigh in on all this, and if if they feel like Elizabeth Warren's a hypocrite and is not living up to um, her record, is doing one thing and saying another, then it's within their rights to kick her out, and maybe they will. Well, Massachusetts voters already did weigh in on it. They vote. They elected her. My question is that she's now being touted as a national figure, and the uh, the American people, particularly the left. They don't know anything about this person, about her background, whether she actually is the real McCoy. You know, she's talking about uh, forgiving student loans. What is that if it's not a payoff to all the colleges who are going to get subsidized money from the federal government? All right, we'll be right back. Breathe it in, kid. Clean, fresh air thanks to these new air handler filters. They're more energy efficient, hold more dust, and are stronger than ever. And Granger's got over 3,000 different styles and sizes to choose from. Just ordered a new batch from Granger.com today. I love oxygen, kid. And this facility's got some great AO2. I'm breathing easier just thinking about these air handler filters. Get some today. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com slash air handler, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
You have a mortgage and a load of other debt. Wouldn't it be great if it all just went away? Nine-year mortgage can change your life. We paid off all of our bills. All your debt, including your mortgage, in as little as nine years? We will have saved over $313,000 in interest payments. Even have more money left over each month? It lowered our monthly payments by a little over $500. Nine-year mortgage. <laughs> Where have they been all of our life? If you knew about something like that, you'd want to tell everybody. Whenever I have a friend or someone that needs this service, I give them the number. Hi, I'm Larry Ruff, president of Nine Year Mortgage. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before, and it will absolutely not harm your credit. Call for your free CD and learn how you can eliminate all of your debt, including your mortgage, much sooner than you ever dreamed possible. The more debt you have, the more we can help. Call for your free CD now, 800-383-5310. This works. Call the number. Call now for your free CD, 800-383-5310, 800-383-5310. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? <laughs> yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork, only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple, with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's one 800 when you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily get the cash you need, up to $1 million with no collateral, no app or upfront fees, and your credit rating is not a factor. Plus, approvals in 12 hours and funds in 2 to 3 days. Call the Business Funding Group at 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. This is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get. Call 1-800-684-5434 now. This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Owning and caring for a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen. Whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area. And HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, and uh, we are back here. You're welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391, 844-439-1391. 
AM radio could get rather ribald at times, and uh, that's the nature of it. I don't do, you know, there's a reason why I don't do it. There's a reason why I can't do because they wouldn't let me do it. <laughs> FM radio where people talk with these phony British accents. Everybody talks. They sound like John Kerry, you know. Uh, that's not what I've always wanted to do with radio. I like to do a program where you just talk plain and you take on ideas and you hear from people and, you know, there's none of this kind of um, pretense. Um, we were talking with um, with Blake Hounshell from the Politico, and I guess that his uh, magazine, of which I I generally respect, uh, takes a position of being nonpartisan, and they don't say it's kind of a way of saying that we don't express opinions. And that's all fine and good, but when you go on a radio program, particularly a an AM oriented radio program like this. You, you know, you better be ready to discuss opinions. <laughs> I mean, I remember once I had um, I had someone on from a United Nations organization. And like a lot of liberals, quite frankly, she wanted to know in advance exactly what it was I would be asking. She actually wanted me to send her a written page listing the questions so she could be prepared to ask them, to answer them, which I refused to do. I never do that. And uh, and when she came on, she insisted that her organization does not take any stands, and she was furious that I was expressing opinions and that I was asking them to take positions. And uh, you know that's it's one thing to do that on a, a sort of an NPR type show where people pretend to be objective, even though they're not, because it's impossible to be objective. No one is objective. We all are influenced by opinion. Um, but but that's not what I do, and that's not what I've done here. I'm not going to do a program with Elizabeth about Elizabeth Warren, of whom I know a good deal about, since she is my senator here in Massachusetts, and just pretend that, oh, this is some great liberal icon. Now, my main critique of Elizabeth Warren is that she's a fraud, that she's a phony. Perhaps... One could say, to a certain degree, most people on the left are frauds and phonies because they don't live the walk; they just talk it. You know, they—they are people who, I mean, they, you know, they're well-to-do often. In fact, the top one percent mostly people on the left, but they like to get engage in this kind of populist rhetoric that they're going to stand up against people who are rich. Not that we should even be doing that at all. I admire rich and successful people. But since they are doing it, and that's their calling card, you would expect them to not be part of that that establishment that they claim to be railing against, even though most of them are. But in the case of Elizabeth Warren, I would argue that it goes beyond the line of, of reason in terms of her utter being an utter creature of the multinational big corporations that have paid her financially enormous sums of money to fix things for them over the years. And, uh, and the uh, millionaires and billionaires of which she is one. You know, I mean, her tax returns of 2000, I think it was 2011 or 2010, indicate that she's worth $11 million. You know, I mean, that's a, that's a millionaire billionaire. And, uh, you know, how she made her money 
is something that is worthy of study, especially given her claims to be standing up for the little guy, you know, this kind of rhetoric. Oh, she's a victim. And I would simply point out that the media, both conservative and liberal, by the way, have not done their job of investigating those connections, of taking a look at who she actually is. You know, when I when I started the conversation with the uh, deputy editor of Political Magazine, Blake Hunchell, by pointing out that uh, that she hasn't done anything in Congress other than blather about the millionaires and billionaires, he he uh, he parried with me by saying, "Well, she's a Democrat." And the Republicans won't let them get anything through. That's not my question. The fact I'm bringing up the fact that she hasn't even attempted to do anything. Has she submitted any particular piece of legislation? Has she authored anything? I mean, I know she signed her name onto a few other people's things, but I mean, and maybe she has. I don't know. The point is, no one knows because no one's investigating it. What we do know is that she started to, on day one raise money for liberal candidates. That's not right for a U.S. senator. Anyway, we'll be back. And if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just given me names. They found me a place for which she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, call a place for mom. This is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, 800-469-7591, 800-469-7591. Today in America, people wake up worrying about their job and paying their bills, and that stinks. People in third world countries wake up worrying if their children will have anything to eat, and that stinks even worse. There's a way to help solve both of those problems. Get on the Internet and go to usagoodness.com and find out how you can be a social entrepreneur. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby, and for years I have been helping people work from home. With usagoodness.com, you can earn extra money working from home by helping to feed starving children in poverty-stricken areas. How great is that? The only tools you'll need are a telephone, Internet access, and a good work ethic. We'll teach you how to be a social entrepreneur and earn extra money while helping others. Go to usagoodness.com or call 800-301-6177. 800-301-6177. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. And um, my guest earlier was Blake Hunshell from the... Um, Politico magazine, which I suppose uh, takes the uh, stance of being nonpartisan, nonpolitical. <laughs> I mean, I don't get that, but there you have it. 
Seems like a pretty good magazine to me, but um, I think I obviously got off on the wrong foot with Blake Hounshell, but so be it. Um, they do an article about Elizabeth Warren saying that she's the number 12th rated political figure in this country, and yet they don't want to talk about who she is. Um, you know, I would argue that, I mean, I don't know, in a sense, I'm not sure that people on the left care about uh, whether Elizabeth Warren is a corrupt corporate hack as long as she fulfills their agenda. That's generally been the rule of rule of thumb there anyway. Such, uh, you know, inconvenient questions as how somebody makes made their money or whatnot, those only apply to conservatives. You know, like Mitt Romney, who made his money the old-fashioned way, he went out and earned it. But because he, you know, his company supported, um, I don't know, laid off some people, that that's a story. But if it's Elizabeth Warren, forget it. You know, I mean, the uh, this champion of women who, uh, you know, is... Uh, Taking a big payment from from a a, a a a chemical company. I thought the left was supposed to hate multinational chemical companies, you know, uh, in order to stop women from suing because of their breast implants. That's a good one. There's a real champion of women. You know, I don't wonder how many women are dead now because of those, and they can't speak out. I say justice. You know, I say let's speak truth to power. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, look, I am simply suggesting that, and this is what I think got under his collar, that this whole atmosphere in Washington that is part of both the liberal and conservative or so-called conservative uh, milieu, if you will, where they all basically hang out together and go to parties, they're not looking into anyone's background. They're not doing any of the heavy lifting in terms of who these people are who have influence, they're busy trying to curry favor with them. So you have Politico doing a puff piece about Elizabeth Warren without any kind of objective examination of exactly who she is, because I suppose that might be seen as partisan. I want to know about this shadowy organization the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, supposed to help Americans avoid risky loans. First of all, it's it's the first time, I believe, in American history where a, a federal agency has been set up in such a way that they receive all, all of their funding from not from Congress. They don't have to get their funds allocated to them by a vote in Congress, which I think is of questionable nature constitutionally. Congress is supposed to regulate federal agencies. It's supposed to, you know, handle the budget. Instead, they get their money directly from the Federal Reserve, which is the Wall Street power. It's the money power. It's it's a consortium of private banks. And they're supposed to be regulating banks? I mean, I'm hello, not to mention the fact that uh, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has, so far we know they've spent a great deal of money on setting up their digs in Washington in some rather posh locations. They've got a nicely paid staff with a lot of perks. Who's paying for all that? I guess the Federal Reserve is paying for it by inflating the dollar. Maybe we should be glad of that. 
course, they also get money, I think, and I can't confirm it, from uh, fees and fines that they levy arbitrarily against American companies. Do we really need that? Do we really need another consumer agency? Don't we have enough of them on the state level? I'm not against consumer protection. But I think this uh, this agency has a lot of things about it that ought to trouble people, and it's not been researched. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse, is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show Chuck Moore Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Moore Speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the, the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the On Demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Maurice Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law, this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, proof of God in heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via his universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Special news alert to consumers who own back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360, 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much. So anyway, all I'm saying about Elizabeth Warren is that um, 
there ought to be a, an investigation. The woman is a walking scandal. And the fact that she's uh, been allowed to walk around as a so-called populist without any sort of critical examination of, to speak of on the national level is something that ought to be viewed as a complete abrogation of the media's responsibilities. They have not touched anything about her. They have not looked into her business dealings, her, lawyer, her practice as a lawyer in Massachusetts. I mean, it was covered in Massachusetts, not by the Boston Globe. Even the, uh, the Globe came out against the, um, the, the uh, minority uh, hiring scandal, but only tepidly. Uh, you know, it all kind of was um, you know, done as sort of a bad news day, and then they moved on. And, uh, you know, she's been allowed to skate, like a lot of left-wingers are, frankly. So look at the bill. Look at the Clintons. Hillary Clinton, the Secretary of State, telling the um, the Marines not to intervene when the um, the terrorists took over the embassy in Benghazi. You know, I mean, and, and the Marines decided to hell with it. I'm gonna we're gonna go in and and stop this and saved a lot of lives. There could have been a lot more deaths had they paid. You know, had they answered from, to the to the State Department. That's not investigated. That's a serious one. But Elizabeth Warren, it's it's so much more pervasive. It's so much it goes to the very core of who she is. And maybe the reason the establishment doesn't want to look at it is because she's typical of them, I suppose. You know, this is these are people who are not who they say they are. You know, people who the the main group of people who are complaining about the millionaires and the billionaires, who are they? George Soros, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates. These people are all liberals, liberal, liberal, liberal. Every one of them. There's one exception, one, on the top list of of of, of millionaires in America, and well, two exceptions, and that is the Koch brothers. And look at the garbage they've had to put up with. Anyway, we'll be right back. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, proof of God in heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via his universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Author, journalist, and American patriot, this is Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, and... Uh 
We've got uh, Horace Cooper coming up. He's with Project 21, the National Leadership Network of Black Conservatives. Uh, very well spoken. He's been in a lot of media over the years. Um, we're talking here about the um, the ongoing story of, um, of Ferguson. What actually happened there? Who was this guy uh, who was uh, shot? Should you know what went down in that particular situation? There were so many conflicting stories that uh, it's hard to get a handle on it. And what was the reaction from two perspectives, which is from the perspective of protesters, but also from the perspective of the police using what I view as excessive force? Uh, you know, do we, you know, what, what we saw there. And this is something that uh, I talked about earlier this week with someone from the Cato Institute. We saw the fact that uh, an example of um, how police departments around the United States have become militarized, how they've gotten their hands on various military hardware that is above and beyond what's appropriate for dealing with uh, you know, American citizens. I mean, do they really need to be dropping pipe bombs you know, in in a street in an American city, you know, to break up looters? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I would rather see uh, old-fashioned police, uh, you know, enforcement uh, or, or, or just even sending people out to kind of calm people down than starting to pu- pull out, you know, people in flak jackets and, uh, you know, and, and shields as if this is some kind of a modern version of um, Game of Thrones. Uh, you know, I think that the, the police action was excessive there, but we will talk with Horace Cooper. He's the co-chairman of Project 21, the National Advisory Board for the National Leadership Network of Black Conservatives. That's coming up today in hour number two. Uh, just to recap, I had... Um, Blake Hounshell from Politico on earlier this hour. He uh, abruptly left the program when I started to talk about um, Elizabeth Warren and the fact that she's been listed by Politico as one of the most influential politicians, and they wrote a puff piece about her without really delving into who she is. I'm simply asking for some journalistic integrity. You know, and, and I'm saying this, you know, again, from looking at it from a left perspective. You know, she's mouthing left-wing ideas. Does she live them? You know, is that the sum total of her career? Is that fair to ask? Maybe, uh, again, the left doesn't care about those things because none of them do. <laughs> I mean, I remember this is an extreme example, but... Uh, Years ago, I had on this this columnist in my own hometown of Boston who wrote, uh, Dennis Fox, who wrote a column saying that the you know, far-left column, the Constitution, we should get rid of it, and we should live like communists. And, uh, you know, I asked him, I mean, really? I mean, so what are you telling me? You're going you're gonna to sell your rather substantial property in Brookline and join other people and form a commune? And have all of your property, you know, equally owned, and, and uh, you know, from each according to his ability to each according to his need. Maybe move up to Vermont or, you know, or Idaho or someplace remote, and just live collectively. I have no problem with that. In fact, I applaud it. You know, it's a free country. If they want to talk about this, oh no, 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 of course not. 
No, no, he's got his pension. I mean, look, I mean, uh, a good example of this is um, is Noam Chomsky over at MIT in his plush and well-appointed office. The man is a multimillionaire. He's got a summer house on the Cape, and uh, he derives his salary and his pension from MIT, which gains about 80% or 75% of its financing from contracts with the Pentagon. You know, he spends his whole life criticizing and tearing down the American military establishment. And look who's look who's uh, buttering his bread. When asked about this by Peter Schweitzer, who wrote a fantastic book about it years ago, called Do As I Say, Not As I Do, he responded like a good old-fashioned grandfather. Oh, I have to do this for my children. I've got a family to worry about. Well, guess what? So don't the rest of us. Well, you know, while he advocates that the rest of us collectivize our properties and, and turn over our freedoms, he's exempted himself. And that's all I'm saying about Elizabeth Warren. If she wants to talk about the millionaires and the billionaires, let's see how much she's worth. She wants to start tearing down capital accumulation, which actually helps people because it creates jobs. Let's see what she's done in terms of her work for these companies. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Let her release her records from Harvard. She's refused to. That will show that she checked off minority when she applied for tenure. Okay, we'll be right back. Safety, safety, safety. I'm saying it three times. Studies show you need to hear something three times to remember it. So remember, safety, safety, safety is important to me, me, me. That's why I love Granger. Granger has the products to help keep our facilities safe and people safer. Say it with me, kid. Safety, safety, safety from Granger, Granger, Granger. When you think safety, think Granger. Get it? Got it? Good. Call clickgranger.com slash safety or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Owning and caring for a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen. Whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area. And HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, and I also would like to suggest, why not? I'm the host here, so I, I should take the opportunity to uh, to pick up my books. My books are available at Amazon or Amazon Kindle. My three published books, uh, published as in softcover and ebook, are The Nazi Connection to Islamic Terrorism, Adolf Hitler, and Hajamin al-Husseini. A Whig Manifesto, A Short History of the Whig Movement with Modern Whig Party Perspectives on Current Political Events, and Barney Frank and the Law of Unintended Consequences, How the Frank Amendment Helped Terrorists Get Legal Visas. My e-books, which are, of which there are 11, these are full-length books, are as follows. On the Jewish Question, Karl Marx, Anti-Semitism and the War Against the West. The Monkey Trial. Evolutionary Politics in the Post-Traditional Age. The Art and Science of American Money. How Our Money is Created and Why It Matters. The Socialist Bible. Why the Communist Manifesto is the World's Second 
most important book. American Spring Manifesto, Manifesto of Operation American Spring. ACORN, The Takeover of America. American Testament, The Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution, Keys to America's Future. Bible Tabula Rasa, The Book of Genesis. Was Hitler a Leftist? The uh, Counterfabians, Republicans in the Age of Obama. And finally, Islamo-Communism, The Communist Connection to Islamic Terrorism. All of these books are available at Amazon Kindle or Amazon.com. Just go there, put my name in the server, Chuck Morse, M-O-R-S-E, like Morse code, and you shall see them all come up. They're moderately priced. They range anywhere from, from three to five bucks a book. You can read a couple of pages for free, read the reviews, read the synopsis, look at the covers. And, um, you know, I check them out. My latest book will be published hopefully before the end of this year. Uh, I have an agent who's looking for a publisher, and that is called Why You Hate Jews. Okay, we'll be back in our number two. Uh, please stay tuned. This is Horace Cooper. Please stay tuned. Losing just 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ilikehowilook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ilikehowilook.com and watch the short video. ilikehowilook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and the best part is that it burns fat like a blowtorch. I introduced this to some of my friends a few months ago. Within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pants sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at ilikehowilook.com, and maybe soon you'll be saying, I like how I look help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs, and if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour, just swab your teeth and you're done. It removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. Try Power Swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. I guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile. Try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today. Dial 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. 
Thank you very much. Hour number two of Chuck Moore Speaks, Monday through Friday, 10 till noon, Eastern Standard Time, right here at the IRN USA Radio Network. You're welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391, 844-439-1391. My guest this segment is Horace Cooper. He's an adjunct fellow with the National Center for Public Policy Research, co-chairman of the Project 21 National Advisory Board and a legal commentator. Project 21 is the National Leadership Network of Black Conservatives. Horace, I've seen you all over the media. I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Well, thank you for having me today. Horace, I want to talk a little bit about the particulars around the, um, the shooting in Ferguson, Missouri, and the protests. There is so much conflicting information that's still coming out about this. We know that Attorney General Holder has gone down there personally. He is now setting up an investigation of the police department in Ferguson. Uh, first of all, what do you know about the event itself and the immediate aftermath? Well, uh, we have been at Project 21 uh, following this very closely. We think it's important uh, that the American people uh, hear uh, what is happening in a way that's constructive, uh, that we understand the rule of law, and that we don't have a rush to judgment. Uh, we have at Project 21 been very disappointed at how the mainstream media has been willing to distort the reality both on the ground and the impression in America. Uh, it just simply isn't true that the big problem, the number four problem, the tenth problem in the black community is that uh, white officers are gunning down uh, black Americans. It's just simply not true. Uh, the Justice Department's investigation and their uh, involvement, however, magnifies uh, that false impression. We believe that there needs to be a space for the grand jury to hear the information and make a call on what actually did happen or didn't happen, whether it was lawful or whether it was not. We believe that that was possible prior to the Justice Department's investigation, and now we're worried that it might not be possible due to the Justice Department's investigation, and we are very disappointed with that. And rightfully so, but the media in this case and, and the left-leaning establishment is feeding into a narrative that has some truth to it, doesn't it? Which is to say that black men are particularly targeted by police um, for reasons that have um, nothing to do other than that they're black. And that's that's sort of the, uh, you know, the, the particular story here is supposed to feed into that narrative. So putting aside the actual story and the rush to judgment, and hopefully we'll get some kind of clarity, uh, is not that basic premise an issue? And if so, what about it? Well, part of the problem with that basic premise is that it denies the idea and the concept that uh, Martin Luther King uh, was asking America to embrace. And I think that the civil rights legislation that America ultimately supported and was adopted by Congress did embrace. And that is that every person, every situation is supposed to be unique, just as it's not helpful to make a comment about a black person, a brown person, a white person, or anyone. They are all X. They are all this. Um, we are seeing the mainstream media employ that very technique in castigating all law enforcement, all uh, white men, um, in a way that I think is very, very 
uh, unhelpful, is divisive, and it, uh, it teaches us that it's actually okay sometimes to resort to broad generalizations about particular groups. The lesson of the civil rights movement is that we're not supposed to be doing that. And that's why I repeat, if we look at the actual data, you cannot say it shows that the big problem in America or in the, in the black community is that police officers are gunning down uh, young black men. Uh, the uh, 300 plus million people that live in America, there were 500 or less uh, the last year of 2012 that these records are kept of, of uh, law enforcement encounters with Americans and that resulted in the death of one of those Americans. In the case of how many of them were black, that number is approximately 115 out of that 500. So um, 300 million people, 115. We l mourn the loss of every person who dies but it's simply not the case to say that the big problem in America is that this is happening every single day, every single hour, and overwhelmingly all the members of our community are at risk. All right. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, the FBI statistics show exactly what you're quoting, that the, uh, the, the phenomena of, um, of anyone, including a black person, being shot down by police is extremely minuscule and that uh, the police are trying to do their job. However... The putting aside the issue of of the actual shooting down of of this man or anyone else, um, they are feeding into a narrative which indicates, and of course it's against the ideals of the civil rights movement, that black men are particularly targeted by police just in general. You know, pulled over in their car. You know, driving while black. All of that kind of thing. And uh, my, my question to you is that: Is this an issue? in fact, firstly. Secondly, is it an issue that is based on racism because the police don't like someone because they're black? Or is it an issue of crime law enforcement because there is a higher percentage of crime in the black community than in the white community, just as a matter of fact? So, therefore, that's where the crime is. Okay, so the uh, civil rights uh, leaders of today uh, who have by and large rejected the civil rights principles that we're all individuals. I don't believe, um, truly believe that our present law enforcement system disproportionately targets minorities and particularly young black males. And I say that for this reason. Over the last 20 plus years, the civil rights community has been aggressive in encouraging an expansion of the role of law enforcement in our local communities. The civil rights community, uh, the, excuse me, the Congressional Black Caucus community, for instance, was a champion of getting uh, militarized weaponry into many of these inner city law enforcement communities. They voted for it. Uh, they championed it. As something as simple as cell phone use or texting or seatbelt use, issues that give police officers broad discretion to pull people over, uh, the Congressional Black Caucus, the Urban League, the NAACP, supported giving police broader excuses to come in contact. If they genuinely believed that there was this risk of over-targeting taking place, you would think that they would draw back 
from the idea of handing new authority. So that's the first thing is I don't believe they believe that that is the case. It is a, a useful narrative to create today to justify the demands that are being put forward. When you look at the data broadly, to focus in on your question, when you look at the data broadly, there does not appear to be a situation called Black America is disproportionately being uh, intervened with by law enforcement separate from the number of data points that show when the victims of crime identify who raped them, who robbed them, who um, uh, broke into their home, or who engaged when the victims identify the people that actually they believe did the crimes to them, black Americans that they single out actually aren't even uh, deterred or interfered with as significantly as the victimology demonstrates. So they are, police officers are actually less likely to encounter the very people who victims say, this was the person that injured me. Well, you know, in, in a sense, I mean, you're getting to perhaps a problem here, which is that um, policing of crime has become politicized uh, by political correctness, and that perhaps if the police did go in and enforce crime, regardless of the race involved, then there would be less crime in the black community. Well, it's certainly the case that the uh, primary uh, consequences of the agenda that's being put forward in the uh, Ferguson narrative will be the residents who are otherwise law-abiding who are going to have to um, uh, make their peace with the criminal element. A lot of attention has been given to dismissing uh, the Michael Brown incident in the Ferguson market. What I think is more critical is to hear from the market owner explain why he did not call the police. Some other third party who wasn't the victim wasn't the victim of this incident called and reported this. The market owner wanted to make it clear that he was in fact harmed, but he was going to figure out how to deal with it internally. We are creating a situation where even the people who are otherwise law-abiding, instead of reaching out to the law enforcement community, are having to make peace with the criminal element itself. No American should ever be told that the good choice is to side with the criminals rather than the people whose job it is to protect you. Exactly. We should honor people who are really going out and risking their own lives and limb to uh, to do a very, very difficult job. That's not to say there aren't some bad apples out there and that there doesn't need to be oversight. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I would think that um, if, if, the, if the laws are enforced, I mean, I, th I think that uh, the black community is actually getting a disservice by not having the laws enforced uh, for the vast majority who are law-abiding and who, have to, uh, who are being terrorized by a small clique of criminals. It's nothing to do with race. It's a, it's a law enforcement issue. Uh, my guest is Horace Cooper. He is with the National Leadership Network of Black Conservatives. This is a Project 21. Uh, Horace, I think that there has been a phenomena developing in this country. It's more of a cultural thing by which uh, 
normal acts of racist comments and and rude comments and for that matter well it used to be anti-semitic comments although those are now permitted um and other isms are are inflated and held up to destroy people if they are not on the left or if they're not in the democrat party whereas those same comments are ignored if someone is um you know a recent example is this football owner uh, there are other examples of where somebody makes some stupid remark, some rude remark, and if they're not on the right side politically, they are denounced. It's almost like something that you'd expect to see in the Soviet Union. You know, they, they'll be taken out and publicly flogged and have their career destroyed. Uh, I think that what this has done is it, it it's a diminution of genuine racism and, and other isms where you have people who actually are being hurt by those who have ill intent, because uh, we're, we're focusing on these superficialities, which are not good, and they should. They, you have an insulting comment that which one deserves criticism for, but the degree to which someone is is destroyed over it is something that should trouble all of us. What do you think? Well, I don't disagree at all with that. I think that that's a very significant. Okay, we have concern. a brief break here. I'm sorry about that. Brief break. We'll be right back. Horace Cooper is my guest. Project Twenty One. We'll be right back. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? <laughs> yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily easily get the cash you need up to one million dollars with no collateral no app or upfront fees and your credit rating is not a factor plus approvals in 12 hours and funds in two to three days call the business funding group at 1-800-684-5434 that's 1-800-684-5434 this is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get call 1-800-684-5434 now this is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by federal tax relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Attention business owners, is your company currently ranking on page one? If not, then you need ClickDepot.com. It's true. Search engine users click on organic results by a margin of 94% to 6%. If you're not on page one, you're done. To start moving to the top, visit ClickDepot.com. 
Searching your company's name will always put you on page one. But what if shoppers don't search your name? What if your company doesn't even rank? Then what? You need ClickDepot.com, the results-based search engine marketing firm that says, if you don't rank, you don't pay. Begin moving to the top today, beat the competition, and turn clicks into customers with ClickDepot.com. Yes, it's true. Search engine users click on organic results by a margin of 94% to 6%, and that's where they spend their cash. Are customers finding you on page one? Stop paying and praying and start ranking today with ClickDepot.com. Visit ClickDepot.com. That's ClickDepot.com today. Some restrictions apply. Offer valid in select cities. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. When our daughter Emma was born, we took a look at our credit card debt. It was not a good situation. We had been running up balances for quite some time, and it became a crisis. Finally, my wife Vicki said, call Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-793-8752 to talk to a certified counselor. We called them, they contacted all of our creditors, they stopped the collections calls, they got the interest reduced, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your bills, stop collections calls, wipe out late fees, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. We are now completely debt-free, and we will never be in the spot we were again, thanks to Trinity. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-793-8752. My name is John. I'm Vicki. And I'm Emma. And, and we're, we're debt-free debt for keeps. That's 1-800-793-8752. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. And my guest is Horace Cooper, adjunct fellow with the National Center for Public Policy Research. Horace, I'm asking you about the um, the use of the uh, of the charge of racism by people who are on the left to try to destroy their enemies while ignoring the same charge amongst themselves and the inflation of this charge to the detriment of genuine racism. What do you think? Well, there's no doubt that um, um, creating false episodes diminishes the overall community's appreciation for what happens and what should happen when real incidents occur. Um, one of the critical uh, consequences of the um, civil rights effort and the uh, America's embrace of it was that we were going to no longer have group policy. We were going to have every American policy so that every American was going to have certain rights that they could expect. Among those was going to be the idea that just because of your race, you weren't going to be treated differently by uh, the legal system. So that a grand jury hearing your case uh, didn't uh, get the signal uh, from the sheriff or local community leaders, go ahead on and lock this guy up, indict him, uh, whether the evidence supports it or not. Um, uh, if that doesn't work, you know what we're really going to end up doing? We're going to run in and grab him, snatch him out of the jail cell, and lynch them. Uh, it is remarkable to me when minorities who have experienced uh, the consequences of separate uh, uh, justice treatment based on race are prepared to allow the attorney general send a wink and a nod uh, at, along with local leaders in the community to influence what's going to happen with a grand jury. You never know who might ultimately end up being the target of this. And the consensus of the civil rights community 
uh, and America was we won't allow any group to be able to do this. And that's why it's so shameful what the governor has done, what some state senators have done in Missouri, and what Attorney General Eric Holder has done by intervening in this case. Oh, it definitely seems like it's um, something that could even head toward the direction of a show trial, and uh, not literally, of course. And and the other introduction in American system of jurisprudence has been this idea of hate crimes. Now, that's a political crime, and American system is supposed to be based upon crime uh, brought for acts, not for thought, not for intent. I mean, the issue of, of racism and hate is appropriate in the course of a trial if it's brought in as evidence to demonstrate the motivation of the of the, the, the person charged, but not as a crime in and of itself. I mean, I think that to, to have these issues as criminalized, that's getting into the sort of stuff they do in communist China, where they put to death about an average of 50,000 political prisoners a year, uh, people convicted of political crimes, you know, crimes against the state. A government uh, big enough. What do you? Th- a government yeah. big enough to make every American like every other American, or even one big enough to force half of America to like another half of America, is a government that is too big. What we have agreed, and what the consensus has been, is that there were going to be certain foundational protections, and that's where we are supposed to go. You don't have a situation like we saw in North Carolina with the Duke Lacrosse accusations, where the political elements influence the process and ultimately indict people and have to fabricate evidence to do it. You don't see, and you shouldn't, what happened in Sanford, where we bypass the grand jury, we fire the investi- uh, we demote the investigating officer, we fire the police chief, and we have a rush to trial with a case that any decent judge would have looked at and said it was insufficient uh, to present any kind of judgment. That's what we're looking at happening again. And interestingly, you see Jesse Jackson, Benjamin Crump, and Al Sharpton right there in the midst, at least in two out of the three instances I just outlined. I'm hoping black America and the rest of the country won't fall for this again. You know, Horace, it bothers me that the liberal establishment has decided to appoint people like Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton as the chief spokesman for the black community and not people like you? Well, it is helpful to the uh, mainstream media's narrative about the basic unfairness of America to have individuals like these stand up and speak. The reason we have a Project 21 is because there are uh, black Americans who disagree with how uh, the views of uh, black America are being presented. Uh, Prior to the election of 2012, I explained that black Americans actually are not as thrilled as the media has reported. And our president was reelected with the lowest, uh, with the uh, record of having a reduction in support among black Americans. And in fact, he set a hundred year record of a reelection in doing so. Okay, we get another brief break here. Can you stick with me a little bit after the break, Horace? I cannot. We'll I'm sorry. Right i got another radio show. All right. Thanks a lot, Horace. I appreciate right, it. Thank you. I'll, I'll reintroduce you. Thank you, sir. Floyd Wilson, who after years of struggling with being overweight, has had his jaws wired shut to force him to eat less. Floyd, how is it going? Oh. It looks like that's uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Certainly, I can see how that could help you lose weight, Floyd, but... 
Isn't it a bit extreme? You could have just ordered the 10, 2, and a chew weight loss system from ilikehowilook.com website, and all you would have had to do to lose weight is take a small capsule at 10 a.m., one at 2 p.m. They will curb your appetite and help you burn more calories. Then any time you felt a need for a snack, just eat one of their great-tasting collagen protein candy chews. You can learn all about it on ilikehowilook.com. They'll even send you free samples. Floyd, what are you doing with those wire cutters? Shouldn't you let a doctor do that? Go to ilikehowilook.com and check out the world's easiest weight loss system. Ask for free samples. That's ilikehowilook.com. Hi, I'm Joan London, and if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just given me names. They found me a place for what she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, Call a place for mom. This is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, 800-469-7591, 800-469-7591. Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, and I want to I want to thank Horace Cooper for joining me. Very good group. This uh, Project Twenty One, the National Leadership Network of Black Conservatives. It's nationalcenter.org. Uh, they've got a bunch of very good spokespeople, and I'm hoping I'm looking forward to interviewing them often over this coming year. Um, Horace was pointing out that um, President Obama did not get the the support as strong in the 2012 election from the black community as he did in 2009, 2008. And um, I would suggest that um, if Barack Obama were not black, if he were white, and if he were, you know, heaven forfend, a Republican, he would be called a racist today. I mean, this would have been... This shows how situational the left is. You know, they're willing to wink and look the other way because Obama mouths a few conservative liberal platitudes, just like Elizabeth Warren, if you will, Um, you know, and ignore his actual record, his actual impact on on that community, which has been negative. Um, I think that there's a, a statistic that came out recently that indicates that the unemployment level in the black community is as high today as as it was in the Depression, uh, that you have more black people today getting public assistance than ever before. Now, some liberals love that. They want to have everyone paid not to work. But the fact is that, in reality, it's not a good situation. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of social ills that are connected to it, as we know. And yet they, they, you've got a guy like Eric Holder, who is supposed to be the Attorney General of the United States, who all he seems to talk about or care about 
are civil rights issues. I mean, he delivers an entire speech about uh, what it is to be black and what it is to deal with um, the various slights that he says he's had to deal with all his life and how he feels underfoot over that. And, uh, you know, I get that, but is that really his position, uh, his job as the Attorney General of the United States? Maybe he should become president of the NAACP or, you know, I don't know, the United Negro College Fund or or some other, or, or uh, you know, the Urban League. There are plenty of great black organizations in this country that would be perfect for that. But instead, he is using his office as Attorney General, and at the same time, he's ignoring real scandals like the IRS scandal, where you have IRS agents ha- harassing dissenters of the administration. That doesn't care about that, and about uh, Lois Lerner and them. The missing, uh, you know, emails, which is something that's a criminal matter. They're not looking into it. They're supposed to look into it. The uh, congressional committee uh, that heard the testimony on that, headed up by Daryl Issa, they issued a report on it, which is supposed to be investigated by the attorney general. He's not doing it. Of course he's not doing it. He's running interference for Obama. So I guess that you have Horace Cooper telling us that that uh, there is some disenchantment amongst the black community for this kind of left-wing progressive uh, plantation mentality, this idea that all black people have to think alike and have to be, you know, grateful to the um, to the collectivists on the left. You've got some disenchantment with that. I don't know if it's really translating into the community. I know that I've had on this program a long list of uh, black African-American activists and speakers, people like Horace Cooper and many, many others who are out there. You know, Lloyd Marcus comes to mind uh, and many others who are out there trying to say that the left wing is not serving the black community and it's time to to kind of take back the, the, the traditions that made the black community one of the most important and the most influential in American history. Bringing themselves up from their bootstraps. We'll be right back. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse, is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show Chuck Moore Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Moore Speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the on-demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. 
In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they are true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, proof of God in heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via his universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. I help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs. And if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour, just swab your teeth and you're done. It removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. Try Power Swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. I guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile. Try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today. Dial 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. And so, again, I want to thank Horace Cooper from Project 21, the National Leadership Network of Black Conservatives, for joining me. Um, you know, I, I think and I hope that um, that more black people are waking up to um, the realities of um, leftism and what it's done to their community. Uh, you know, I think that that may be happening. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to continue to vote Democratic. And I can speak to this as a Jew. I mean, the Jews continue to vote Democratic, even though Democratic presidents um, are shoving Israel under the bus, you know, because it's uh, it's kind of a tribal thing. They just, uh, you know, they almost exist in this kind of uh, hermetically sealed universe where they just don't know how to hear or tolerate any opposition opinion. It's like there's something that happens to them. There's like a chemical reaction. I mean, they, they can't believe it. I mean, I could tell you stories of, of my own situation. I remember this was years ago. I became aware of this when my wife and I were at a social event. Um, and this was during the Bill Clinton impeachment period. And in the course of a conversation, I happened to make some mild and moderate remarks about Bill Clinton that I thought that uh, perhaps the, uh, the 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 likelihood of his having perjured himself before a federal judge was problematic and that it very well could be an impeachable offense. And the reaction in that room was that, that, that you could have heard a pin drop. I mean, people went into shock. <laughs> I remember there was this one woman who almost fainted. You know, she went white as a sheet. I mean, she probably, I'm surprised she didn't have to be carried out of that room on a stretcher. 
it was almost like, oh my, there's someone, you know, what's happened? It was like, I mean, there's someone from the outside world, the enemy, them, have somehow infiltrated the room. And I mean, I could go on about the the um, the aftermath of that, which was the hatred and bigotry that I had to put up with. Thank God it didn't affect my family as much, but um, the the intensity of it was severe, and it got worse when I ran for Congress. Anyway, we'll be back. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, and um, oh, what a show, you know. I mean, uh, I had uh, Blake Hunshaw uh, from the um, Politico the first hour. They wrote a puff piece about Elizabeth Warren. Um, I asked a couple of probing questions, or I brought up some unpleasant uh, factoids about her past and that questioned her credentials as a um, sacrificing liberal victim who stands up for the little guy. And uh, he he became flustered to the point where he dropped off the show. Um, In hour number two, Horace Cooper. Uh, very articulate. Uh, Project 21, I urge people to check them out. Um, the National Leadership Network of Black Conservatives. Go to nationalcenter.org. And uh, they are really uh, a cutting-edge group. I mean, they've got a lot of very good, solid uh, press releases and uh, and archives and guests and, and, and all the rest. I'm, I'm hoping to, uh, to really kind of... Um, Prune that mind. I mean, really, you know, exploit that resource in the coming rest of this year and beyond for uh, for guests. I mean, this is an extraordinary entity, this Project 21, uh, one that really could uh, effectively change the culture of this country, not just for black people, but for all Americans. Um, you know, they are bringing up the fact that black people have been hoodwinked by this Rube Goldberg scam of the left and how it's hurt their community. You know, the black movement and the, the African-American community up until the 1960s um, represented, I think, the, the, the uh, vanguard of the Christian faith. The black church, I believe, saved the white church in many ways. I actually um, I did a program on this a while back with a liberal professor, 
uh, he wrote a book called To Plead Our Own Cause, which talks about how the uh, the black church back in the days of the American uh, colonies even was really the font of the uh, civil rights movement, was the font of the abolitionist movement because it was Christian, because they had embraced really mainly the, the Christian principles of Calvinism and of the uh, founders of the Boston, uh, Massachusetts Bay Colony. And I think that the black church brought those principles up to the fore and continued to be on the front of those right up till the civil rights movement and including the civil rights movement. After all, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was a, was a Christian minister. And as such, they, vital, they revitalized the entire church. Their culture has been on the top of, of influencing so many levels of American culture. And also the black community, in spite of Jim Crow and genuine racism, real racism, where a black man could not go into a restaurant unless, you know, he was uh, had to go to the back of the room or in some cases couldn't go in at all. Can you imagine what kind of rest racism that is? I mean, you had a situation, for example, in Washington, D.C., which was a segregated city in the 50s, where Ralph Bunch, who was President Eisenhower's um, representative at the United Nations, a very distinguished Man, he helped negotiate a peace agreement between the Israelis and the Arabs in 1949 in Rhodes, which helped bring an end to an armistice between Israel and Syria. You know, a world figure. And he couldn't go into a restaurant in Washington when he was being visited by a foreign diplomat because he was black. I mean, just to show how racist this was and and the institution of that. Well, even during those times... The black community in the United States achieved enormous success. They had achieved a great deal of financial success. They were the owners of businesses and hotels and and, and properties all around the country. You had a, a great emergence of a black bourgeois, what's called the black bourgeoisie. And you had an intact family. You had people who were Christian believers. You had people who put a very high level of value on education. They remind me of the Jews of Europe, dealing with discrimination and and hatred, and yet able to rise up and make something out of themselves. What happened? I think what happened was liberalism is what happened. It took the ideas of the civil rights movement, which were valid and which were appropriate. You know, we want to tear down the walls of legal discrimination so that we can get a job for ourselves. We're not asking for a handout. We're asking for a hand. Wasn't that the slogan of the United Negro College Fund? Wasn't that the theme of the March on Washington in the summer of 1962? Instead, the liberals took this idea and they turned it back on the heads of black people by creating a new kind of collectivism. Okay, we'll be right back. While Bill Clinton, George Bush, and Barack Obama have been in Washington trying to legislate an economy, 
I've been all over America working to improve the economy one family at a time with the three-step plan home business system. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. Thousands of enterprising Americans have changed their own financial futures by starting a business from their kitchen table. Most began part-time using their personal computers, telephones, and a belief in the American dream to carve out a stable business in a stormy business climate. They are housewives, truck drivers, downsized executives, health professionals, and even a lawyer or two. You could earn extra money or even replace your job. Technology advances have made this simpler and more efficient. So don't wait another 10 years. Check out the 3-Step Plan. Go to 3stepnow.com, 3stepnow.com, or call 800-316-7362, 800-316-7362. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much, and I'd like to thank you all for listening this afternoon right here at the Information Radio Network. You know, I'm proud to point out, by the way, as a, as a bit of a program note, that um, my, uh, my podcast page at uh, Podomatic, just look up Chuck Morris at Podomatic, it's, re- it's growing pretty rapidly. I'm getting an enormous number of visits and downloads and, and hits on that page. So I think that uh, part of the program is obviously live here at the Information Radio Network, but I also uh, have the podcast thing happening, and uh, that's a growing segment. You know, I mean, people like podcasts as well. So I appreciate the fact that the podcast is made available by the Information Radio Network, and then they're archived every day on Podomatic, where they then uh, are picked up by iTunes, Stitchers, and a couple of other uh uh, podcast uh, carriers. I also would like to mention my books, which are available at Amazon or Amazon Kindle. They are, um, just put my name in the server, and up they come. Uh, they include my three published books, but I would like to just briefly talk about my ebooks On the Jewish Question, Karl Marx, Anti-Semitism and the War Against the West, The Monkey Trial, Evolutionary Politics in the Post-Traditional Age, the Art and Science of American Money, How Our Money is Created and Why It Matters, The Socialist Bible, Why the Communist Manifesto is the World's Second Most Important Book, American Spring Manifesto, uh, ACORN, The Takeover of America, American Testament, The Declaration of Independence of the U.S. Constitution, Keys to America's Future, Bible Tabula Rasa, Was Hitler a Leftist, The uh, Count of Fabians, Republicans in the Age of Obama, and finally, Islamo-Communism, The Communist Connection to Islamic Terrorism. All of these books are available at Amazon or Amazon Kindle. Just put my name in the server, Chuck Morse, M-O-R-S-E, like Morse code, and you will see them all come up. Anyway, I want to thank you for listening today, everyone. I shall return, God willing, Monday at 10 a.m. Uh, you might want to check out my blog site, of course, which is uh, Chuck Morse Speaks. This is the Information Radio Network. Have a good weekend, everybody.
Financial News Alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432 that's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360.